Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tipped Balls Podcast. I am here today with my two gorgeous co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer making a sound kind of shitty, wearing Crocs, one of them missing its little thing that holds it on your foot. That's because Christopher's dog. It is Bruce, the tugboat Vindity. What's going on? Tugger nut. Tugger nut? Tugger nut. Yeah, the tugger like, nut? Sounds like Joseph now. Yeah, I know. Just keep coming up with new names. I have a list of 175, so. So, we are less than 50 days away from the NFL season. We are in camp time, right? Hey, it's start. It's, Some teams it's, have it's, already reported. It's official. Camp is open. Football is is on. Back. Engines I don't know if are, it's back, but engines are on. Yeah, the we have right. We're prepared for takeoff. Yeah, now. we're prepared for takeoff. Uh, so there's going to be a shitload of news coming in. There already has been some. Uh, I can imagine throughout this week there's just going to be more. Um, so we're going to keep you guys updated. We'll probably do two episodes this week because I have a strong feeling there's going to be nothing but. Um, news coming in on pup list, on injuries, on out of shape guys, that, and guys who had that's the biggest outs. thing right now is the how many guys are going to start this year on the pup list? I mean, we're starting now uh, camp. We're starting camp here. A lot of these guys ain't going to be at camp. Well, uh, before we get into the news, uh, we need to do a shout out here to Houston Texans rookie wide receiver John Menchie the third. Uh, he was diagnosed with leukemia over the weekend and will miss his entire rookie year. Um, supposedly, it is the most formable type of leukemia, uh, the easiest one to cure. I mean, obviously. So it's treatable. That, it is, that's yes. a treatable, great thing to hear. Treatable, and he should make a full recovery. So thoughts and prayers out to him. Um, and we hope for a speedy recovery. Hopefully next year he will be on the field making a difference for hopefully a better Houston Texans team. Um but this year, now, essentially, the Houston Texans are a culmination of Davis Mills, who is below average. Brendan Cooks, who I is... I with that. Huh? Davis Mills is better than below average. So you think he's average? I think he's average. average. is somewhere in the middle. So very, you think he's the 16th he's best quarterback in the league? He's a very good average. You think he's the 16th best I think best he's a good average. Do you think he's the 16th best quarterback in the league? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Here. I guess we will. Well, I, I had him at, uh, I believe, 31 on my quarterback power rankings, so I guess we'll have to agree they, to they, disagree they've there. They've upgraded but. their offensive line, which they needed to because he's running for his life last nope. year. Oh, no, I had him at 29 on my quarterback power rankings. I, th- I think he's a little I, – I think he's not that bad. Well, I think there's other quarterbacks out there that are worse. We're going to talk a whole lot about those quarterback power rankings uh, later on in the show. Uh, they were posted on our Instagram over the weekend, and – I'm not going to lie. We have gotten some very mixed reviews on them, so we're going to break those down. But first, as we said at the start of the show, training camp is here. Uh, Most teams are reporting this week. Some will be reporting over the weekend. Some will start next week. But for the most part, we are in the thick of it now. What is there to watch for? Obviously, our hometown team has hard knocks this year. That's going to be extremely interesting to see. Entertaining. 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 I can't Um, wait to see Dan Campbell. I think even if you're not Detroit-based, watching that, I mean, 
it's going to be a, a look inside of a team that has the longest playoff drought in NFL history. The most expensive offense. Huh? They have the most expensive offense in the NFL. You're fucking high. No. You're fucking high. Nope. You're high. You're high. They have spent the most money on their offense. They're the most expensive offense in the NFL. Don't believe me, ask Pat McAfee. Watch it on his show the other I don't day. believe that. I don't believe, I don't that, believe that for one minute. Because you have to figure the Rams alone and Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford nope. probably make. Even with the Rams, with Cooper Jared, Cup and Jared, Matthew How much Stafford? money is Jared Goff making this year? 30-ish. No. It's only 15 against the cap, but I think he's taking home around 30. Well, right there. Kyler Murray's making 50. 46. 46? And how much right does there, baby. Hopkins make? What bam Read that to me. Read what? Whatever you're talking about. I don't know, dude. I just searched who has the most expensive office. Well, there's, what reasoning do they have for being the most expensive? Because I, I, there's no way they could have spent the most money. None of those guys on offense. Even can you make read any it money out loud? I'm not going to read it out loud. I sound like an asshole when I fucking read because I can't fucking read because my brain oh, is oh. short. Okay, well then, guess what? When you tune into <laughs> okay. Hard Knocks, right. according to Bruce, uh, you will be watching the most expensive offense in the NFL. Even though I couldn't name one person but on there outside of Ragnow and Golf making saying, money. Now this is saying that Tennessee's going to overcome that, though. Yes, but who on the Lions' offense is getting paid? Because I, I can't be figured out. Beside Taylor Decker. Ragnow, but Ragnow's no, not even that high up. I don't think. I don't. I don't know, dude. I just saw it on Pat McAfee. Beside Taylor Decker they, it was like and a whole segment on the most none expensive of their receivers offenses. are all on rookie. They were deal. talking about how the Detroit Lions were the most expensive offense. From now on, no when you have a factoid like that that you want to bring up, maybe do a little back end to make sure you maybe. Know, but I was no just, I was just throwing it out there. Pat, Ma- just, Pat McAfee smoked a J and decided to say it out loud. Between Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Brady and Tom Burnett, Brady, Tristan that's Wirth. more money than probably the entire offense of fucking the, the Detroit Lions. Well, we'll have to do a little bit uh, more digging on that one. But anyway. other things to watch for in camp. Um, this one actually hurt me when I saw this. Uh, some guys who started the year on a pup list. Uh, and being on the pup list before camp means you can activate it anytime. So they could come back before the season. They could come back week one, two, doesn't matter. But. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are both starting that's, camp on the pup list. And that's just... You know, the Dobbins thing, I, I kind of figured it. But the Edwards thing, uh, that just makes no sense. I want so badly to see that that running back tandem in action. And it just, just fucking sucks that these guys can't get there. Uh, another one, David Bakhtiari. My man tore his ACL, what was it, like 500 days ago or something? He's and still on he's the pup still list? starting this year he's on the older pup guy, list. that's why. Um, How old is he? 38? No. 35? Check Bakhtiari, David Bakhtiari age. Uh, I, think he's in his, I think he's in his early 30s. Um, another big name, Tredavious White, starting the season on the pup list, Ooh. along with uh, Colts linebacker Darius Leonard, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Also starting the season on the You know what, the though, those, those guys there, I wouldn't worry about that. They'll be ready by the David time the season goes. What's wrong? You can't spell Bakhtiari? I would love to see how Bruce spells Bakhtiari here, but. Is it close? <laughs> Not even fucking close. Put Packers in there and hopefully it comes <laughs> up. Wow. 
Halsey. Hey, that wasn't that bad. Uh, doesn't say it. Just says when he was born. Click on his fucking Wikipedia page, Bruce, please. 1991. 91? 30. He's 30. He's 30. He's 30, yeah. So That's why he's taking him a while to heal. He's not 25 anymore. Um, but I'll just keep that highlighted. <clears throat> Jalen Ramsey. I didn't even know this guy was hurt. A lot of those guys get bumped and bruised. and You know, yeah, he's going to start the season on the pup list, probably because he doesn't want to go through camp. Uh, big one for the Lions. Romeo Aquara <clears throat> will start on the pup list. That scares me. That scares me too. That that he's not all the way there yet. I I have an odd feeling that this might be. We might be nearing the end on him here. Well, here's the thing, Charles Harris. I know this. Uh, they were taking odds in Vegas of him having seven sacks this year. Well, yeah, if that and I'm happens, I'm thinking to myself, how is he going to get seven sack it, sacks if he's playing behind Oquara and behind? Uh, um, Hutchinson. So there answers your question. Maybe it wouldn't be a bad thing to take the odds and him getting on the seven sacks for him. Hey, you want he had to nine last year. Uh, this had to be months ago. But uh, we did a little thing on guys that you think are going to have the biggest upside in the league and guys that you think could have a breakout year. And uh, there was a one Bruce the Tugboat Venditti that said Charles Harris on this show. And you endlessly ridiculed him for about 20 minutes Listen, Charles Harris about how stupid he Charles was. Charles Harris got lucky that there was no talent on his team to beat him out. They threw him in there because they had nobody else to put in there because of all the injuries. Is this just the cover job for the whiff you not, made? It's not a cover job. I think it's a cover job. I Bruce, don't think it's so. a cover it's job. A not at all. Because I'm going to tell you right now. If if it's if it comes to the beginning of the year and and Romeo and Julian are both out, which right now it's somebody else like has that. to play that position, and it'll be him. So yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep our eyes open for any more pup list additions. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the over under. Is he gonna have uh, over or under seven sacks? Right. If he plays, right. You know. And if Aquara starts a year on the pup list, and let's say he don't play till week six, it's possible that this guy could have a big game. We're going to keep an eye out for any more pup list additions, anything big in camp. I mean, is there anything else you're looking forward to hearing, like that you're waiting for, anxious? Well, like I think the biggest thing is probably, well, for me, is I want to just watch Jared Goff. I want to see if he has the sauce. This year, and if he's making throws and making passes, is he, is he going to have his weapons? I mean, I, that's I, the key. Because I, I was watching some footage on Twitter, and it was just every pass was either wide open, and the ball wasn't coming out straight. It was wobbly as hell. Well, so I think it's really hard to tell, especially when you're talking about quarterbacks. I think it's really hard to tell what you're actually going to get through camp. Like, hey, here's the thing: because in a couple more weeks, when it opens, when camp does open, we're going to be there. And you can make your assessment of him, whether he's hitting well, guys I'm or I'm not. I'm very excited to see how the defense is going to do this. That's right, because you're going to be there. Yeah. To. You're going to be there filming. I'm, it's Jared Goff and the defense. Yeah. That's my biggest focus. You're going to be there because he's going to be with you. Why do you keep saying you're going to be there? Because Where the is. fuck do you think you're going to be? I'm going to be at work. No, you're not. No. I work for you're a coming with You guys us. don't. You're coming with us. Oh, you guys don't? Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, another thing. Somebody named Jackhammer. A local reporter in the San Francisco Bay Area said that Brandon Ayuk 
was extremely disappointing through minicamp and uh this year yes it just started minicamp minicamp oh who gives a shit about me uh in that he did not look like he was in shape or ready for the year something to monitor something to monitor because i'll tell you what brandon auk is one of those bubble guys brandon auk is one of those guys who if he's not in shape doesn't have his head right didn't take care of himself in the offseason he's undraftable in my eyes period so for fantasy purposes, this Brandon Ayuk thing is something to watch. Just saying, I don't love him to begin with, right? If somebody goes in and says, hey, Devontae Adams had a really shitty minicamp, you don't bat an eye at it. If Brandon Ayuk goes in as a shitty minicamp, it's something to monitor. So we're going to keep an eye on that one because that's not a small fantasy name. I mean, he's not a top guy, but in most he's leagues, he's going to go on a team. Absolutely. He's a number two. Um, another thing. Leonard Fournette. So it was reported that the 220-some pound, 225-pound running back last year uh, came into the facility at 260 pounds, uh, topping Uncle Sam, which... (laughs) By 10 pounds. Which... Yeah, but that's muscle, not a... Which he decided to poke fun at on Twitter. Uh, He posted a picture of himself looking rather thick with his face photoshopped onto a... Hefty suited man. Um, what do we make of that? I think if a guy's going to make fun of himself on Twitter, one, it's probably not true. I I don't believe for one minute that that this guy is coming totally out of shape. I just don't believe it. That, I don't. that guy. I no, he wants to be a shit brick college. Is is a monster. Now, do you think it's just because in the past he's you know when he was in Jacksonville he had issues with. Adding and gaining, adding and losing weight in the offseason. Like, there were issues with him being in shape for camp. Is this just something that's going to come up with him every year? Or is there some factual shit behind this? I mean, we have a guy who's, you know, fantasy wise, this has huge fantasy ramifications. He's going late first, early second round ADP. And if he comes in at 260 fucking pounds, He's got a better chance of rolling down the field than outrunning anybody. Well, guess what? He'll be rolling over people if he comes in at that, at that kind of weight. Listen, you can't for a running back. You can't put on thirty pounds and expect to perform at an elite level. No, you can't. Unless you're Eddie Lacy. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> buy it. This could be. <laughs> this could be one of these smoke and mirrors stories too. Just trying to bring your story. You, trying you to see that picture of him in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> trying to stop firing the cannons. But I got news for you. Guess Cannons what? Are he'll be ready to go 20, week you know? one, and he'll be very well. Listen, there's no Ronald Jones there anymore. So you're not worried about I, that I, at all? Do you really think, in your mind, they would have let Ronald Jones walk if this guy here wasn't prepared? I mean, Ronald Jones has been going for months. Who knows? Maybe he went on a fucking you know, Burger binge? King binge in the Burger last King two binge? months. I don't fuck. Maybe what, he, knowing he's got the job? I, yeah, I maybe his, Yeah, maybe man. he went to the Bahamas and threw yeah, down seven it, lobster quesadillas a day. I don't running back, know. too. So I know. Guess what? But, I I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, that. So I would say that's something to keep a little bit of an eye on because I'm not all. Smoke and mirrors. I'm not all that big of a believer in it either. Um, yeah. Elvin Kamara. His court date is set for next week, August 1st, uh, with his assault and battery charges in Las Vegas that he picked up during the offseason. Or when was that? How many charges? Super Bowl weekend. Right now? It was Super Bowl it was, weekend. Uh, I know he has more than one charge. What is it, like four? It was the Pro Bowl. It was the Pro it Bowl. The yeah, Pro yeah, Bowl. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure exactly of what the charges are. Um, 
I'm not sure how many counts. It was assault and battery to is great bodily harm. I don't know. It is. He could be in some deep shit. Regardless, uh, the NFL came out and said that they're monitoring the situation and uh, there's no timetable on any pol- potential discipline, uh, disciplinary actions. So, I mean, if the court proceedings start on August 1st and the season starts first week in September, we might be in a situation where there's no decision made to start week one and this could be something that carries into the year and have him possibly missing time more towards the middle of the season. Well, they did sign Mark Ingram again. They did. So I, I don't. I think the team itself will be fine. Losing a talent like Kamara is, is hard. You, you don't like to lose that. But I, I, you know what? It's all a distraction. Let him get his shit done and over with. Judge him. And just get it over with. Well, what about I mean, fantasy? If, if we thought the Saints were going to be something great. No, the Saints are going to be trash, anyways. Wow. But what do you think fantasy wise? Is Alvin Kamara undraftable I, I, at this I'm point? I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I think he would drop right in where he normally does. If it's a PPR league, if it's a regular league, he's not going to go till later anyway. Well, yes, but does the thought? I mean, I mean, is a solid backup later on in the draft. I mean, Say week three yeah, or four, he gets suspended for. Well, six he's going to get suspended. We know he's going to get suspended. It's well, just we don't. How long? If they don't find the court, if the court proceedings don't find him of any wrongdoing. Well, he already violated the uh, code I, of conduct for doing what he did. Yes, I hate when he the says code that of too. conduct. Code that's of conduct. Right. The NFL code of conduct. Yes, but what if, do you call it? Then why, if that's the case, then why does the NFL wait for any sort of court proceedings? Well, because they're waiting for the legal proceedings to go through before they make their judgment. Well, he's going to get suspended, yes. Okay, so so you'd still draft him if he's going to miss six weeks? If you want to draft him late, draft him late. Well, I wouldn't 80, draft him with ADP's the, in the is, I wouldn't is, draft him with my player first late in the draft. Picks. I mean, maybe. His ADP is round three, four. Yeah, I wouldn't draft That's, him until no. after that. And if anything, his draft stock over the years has just gone down. Somebody's going to go auto-draft. Look for him to drop because uh, I think there's a chance that uh, if they don't really convict him of anything, he might miss a game or two. So I would just – that's another situation to definitely, definitely monitor. Please take that picture off there. No, it's going to stay there. Uh, You're going to sit there and stare at Matthew Stafford with his Super Bowl ring on for the next hour. So – Couple things. There's nothing you the can do. The Rams got their Super Bowl rings. You are wrong. The rings are absolutely fucking incredible. I think they it's are. stupid. Wait, where's it at? Why that do you think it's Super stupid? Bowl ring. How is that not a Super Bowl? What it do you just mean? doesn't look like a Super Bowl ring. Looks like somebody did, uh, put a half a dollar on a fucking ring and gave it to him. Oh, it's I'm ugly. Gonna, I'm going to leave that one up there for Anyways, uh, the ring comes apart. There's an exact replica of SoFi Stadium inside of the ring. That's even Buccaneers more. started that last year. They did the same thing with Raymond James, having the stadium carved into the ring. Uh, on the top half that comes off, there's Yeah, a but piece that of, ring didn't look that bad. That ring's actually nice. There's nothing. This this might be the best-looking Super Bowl ring. I, I don't like it at all. That's Like I just I, said, it so, looks like something Elvis That's clean, dude. That is clean. It looks like something gorgeous. Elvis yeah, would pass is, out to the girls. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know what's more gorgeous, though? Right there. there. Matt Stafford yeah. officially is on Instagram now and posted his first picture over the weekend. After yeah. getting his Super Bowl ring, he posted a picture of him with his hand over his chest, sporting the new ring, and his wife cut out of the picture. So She clapped back. She clapped back. He posted a picture of him cut out, which 
little playful banter never hurt anybody. Um, but yeah. Well, you already know she's running that Instagram account anyway. There's no way he's running it. No, he's. What are you trying to say? He's not smart I mean, enough he, to do it. He just—he doesn't fuck around like that, dude. He, anyway, he doesn't not. give a fuck about social media. Listen, he's beaten, so is she. I mean, all he has to do is click post. I mean, yeah, but anyways, he's beaten. So that is she. going to be the only picture on his Instagram for the next year. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I wanted to see if you thought anything into this. Uh, Roheem Mozart, the running back for the Miami Dolphins, was cleared this week to begin practicing. Now. I was a big Mozart guy before he got hurt. Obviously, his time in San Francisco ended due to injury for the most part and Elijah Mitchell, who I want to talk about next. Um, but that Miami running back room is pretty crowded right now. You have Miles Gaskins, so. Chase the Edmonds, hit, Sonny Michelle. With the history of their injuries, I don't think it is crowded. No, you think they're just going to let the soldiers fall one by I, one? I, th- I think you play the hot hand. So... Realistically, who could you Whoever's see? Whoever's healthy, you play. Who's going to be the starter week one in Miami at running back? I mean, that's who sh- a tough who one to be? draft. Who should it? Who has it been for the past three years over there? Gaskin. Huh? I say to play Gaskin. Gaskin. Yeah. It, it's his job to lose. I don't think it is, to be but honest. But if you got if you got Mosert and you plug him in, Mosert is a monster when he's healthy. I think you got to go Chase Edmonds. Possibly. He's a good running back. He's more of a third down guy. But I think he's going to get a majority of the workload, especially in that offense. He can catch the ball. He's got explosive big play ability. Uh, Gaskin's kind of the same guy. I know, but. They're both the same. If they were completely sold on Miles Gaskin, why why do you go out and bring in three new guys? Keep them healthy. Because they need guys that can run in between the tackles there, and they don't have it. That's why they sign Mosert. Well, yeah, but. Mozart's more of an. Uh, I don't think Mozart's an every down tackle. guy anymore. I don't think Sonny Michelle is. So realistically, you have a two man no, race. That, you know, he's not that old, man. Yeah, I, I just can't believe. Why does team, nobody want? I it? can't believe how many teams have given up on this guy. Well, you got to figure the Rams have Henderson and Cam Akers. They didn't really need. Well, I get Sonny that. Michelle, they signed you know? him just because of the injury. Right. Right. So uh, that's another thing. Is Cam Akers going to play the entire season? Uh, I don't have a doubt. That Cam Akers will make it. And you know how Bill Belichick is? I mean, I hope he, he just does. keeps drafting guys and plugging them in. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. Burn right? him out, dump Look him. at the guy that he's got. I mean, look at the guy that they have right now. I mean, you, you gotta you can't deny the fact that, that they didn't miss a lick by trading Michelle and getting draft pick over the guy they drafted that could handle it and played real well last year. Okay. So we posted our quarterback power rankings on our Instagram over the weekend. And let me tell you, our fans and followers on Instagram had a lot of issues with some of our rankings. So I want to talk about some of the most ridiculous ones that I heard uh, because, again, everybody's always going to have something to say. But Because it has to do with – you know, who your favorite quarterback absolutely, is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we got one Cowboy Slap who came in and told me that Dak Prescott at 13 is way too low and Josh Allen at two was way too high. And this one really boggled my mind for a minute because I thought, were there some on there that were unfair? 
due to bias or due to how I think their team's going to be this year. Or I really looked at their offense and hated it. Absolutely. And we'll get into those. But I thought Dak Prescott at 13 was as spot on as it got. And Josh Allen, you want to make – there's a, more people making an argument for him to be one than anybody else. They said he was too low at two. But this guy's reason was that Dak Prescott statistically had a better year than Josh Allen. And I was sitting there in my bed thinking, there's no way. He just didn't, right? There's no way. Dak Prescott, where is this guy getting this from? And I went through and I looked. And there's a seven-game stretch. Six, seven, well, five out of seven games towards the end of the year where Dak Prescott played pretty atrocious, right? But if you look at the full years with the stat lines, okay? Let's start with completion percentage. Josh Allen, 63.3. Dak Prescott, 68.8. Passing yards. Josh Allen, 4,407. Dak Prescott, 4,449. Touchdowns, Josh Allen, 36. Dak Prescott, 37. Quarterback rating, Josh Allen, 92.2. Dak Prescott, 104.2. Interceptions, Josh Allen, 15. Dak Prescott, 10. <clears throat> so statistically, statistically, they're about even statistically. Uh, no, no. Statistically, Dak Prescott had a better year than Josh Allen. On paper. Yeah. On paper. Yes. Okay. If can you I, look can at I numbers. add this in about that comment? Absolutely. Statistically... They were about even. No. They were about even. Yeah, okay, about even. But Numbers-wise, they were about even. No, well, here's the thing. Josh Allen had Josh five Allen more wasn't inter- fucking throwing garbage time yards. His team went to the fucking uh, AFC championship game. Fucking the Cowboys got bounced. I will agree with you. A thousand percent. But nobody expects Dak Prescott or the, the Cowboys to perform in the playoffs. Ever. The Cowboys in the playoffs is like fucking... Spaghetti with tuna fish. Listen, they haven't dude. been good since Michael Irvin left. Exactly. Okay? So try go any further. Nobody's with that. expecting but anything. The thing, the problem with the post is the post is about who we think going into this season, who is going to have a better year. And in my biggest thing is oh, losing Amari Cooper for Dak is a big. That's a big that loss. A big for step Dak back. I agree. Big loss for so Dak going Prescott. into this year. But here's the thing. Even with Amari Cooper there, there was a, like he said, a five-game stretch there where that guy wasn't even looking for Amari Cooper anymore. Well, that's true. So he got to the point, there was some obviously shit going down there that that happens inside there that nobody speaks about, obviously. Yeah. Now, I, I am not a Dak Prescott guy. I think he's the Prescott. most inconsistent guy I've ever seen. He could throw 500 yards one week and throw 127 yards the next week. He's inconsistent. He's not a good leader. That's my opinion. And guess what? He won't win shit. No, I I, I don't think he's a good leader either. I think he's all about himself. No. Yeah. I no. Listen, guys like that, to me, don't win shit. Don't win anything. They haven't. Because so. guess what? <laughs> it's about being humble. It ain't about it ain't about what you have and what and who you are and what your numbers are. It ain't about that. Because if it was well, about unfortunately, all- unfortunately, yes. 
Fantasy football is about numbers. That, that's true. Power I, I rankings are about numbers. It's not about Correct. how humble you are. Period. Nobody gives a fuck how humble is, you as far are as you when you're being, in last place. He's talking about for the team, though. I'm talking the about being to actually... successful for the team to do well. If if you're coming in with that kind of fucking mindset, you're not going to win shit. Okay. Well, I am talking about who the best quarterbacks in the NFL are. I don't. Well, I I, I don't deny that. Dak Prescott is too low at 13. No, he's not. I am willing to admit it. I am willing to admit that I put Dak Prescott too low at 13. And another thing I am willing to admit is I put Josh Allen too high at number two. Really? Realistically, and again, this will change, but if you go by the numbers, if you go by the numbers and you – yeah, but the numbers were for the last year. I'm aware. It's not for the upcoming year. Do you think Josh Allen statistically will have a better year this year than last? Yes. Okay, do you think Aaron Rodgers statistically will have a worse year than last year? No, I don't. Okay, so then realistically, Rodgers' numbers were better this year than Allen. So if you think Rodgers won't have a worse year than Allen, he should be in second. Well, I have him in first, but that's my opinion. Well, okay. It is not for me. I am sorry. Until I see the Buccaneers at three and three, Tom Brady is. If we're talking based on power rankings, based on the quarterback that is going to put up numbers, go out there and the team is going to win the game. Brady is number one. Again, we talked about it last week. There's nobody we'd rather give the ball to in the last two minutes. There's nobody we'd rather have have a, a road playoff game. And there's no, and you really can't argue it. You can't. Every year, he's consistent. Could, we have great. consistently seen. So if he is in the Tampa argue. Bay uniform, they will win the division. They will most likely be in the NFC Championship game, and most likely they'll be in the Super Bowl. Period. Okay. Listen, Aaron you need Rogers to put your Tom year? Brady hate in your pocket. Can you can you bring up our the first one? Did I say anything, dumbass? Well, you were yawning. Shut over the there. fuck up. Okay. <laughs> what do, what do you want me to bring up? I want you to bring up the top five. Oh. I don't think I have it. What the actual fuck? Okay. Either way, it was Brady 1, Allen 2, Rodgers 3, Mahomes 4, Herbert 5. That was yours. That was mine. Correct. Okay. I'm sticking by Brady at 1. Realistically, I think I do not think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a I year. I think he's going to have a better year than last year. You're no. out of your fucking I, I just do. mind. Listen, what kind, how? No Adams there way. is going to force him to look other places. But and guess that's what? That's a good thing, not a bad Hold on. You can look as many places as you want. It's a good thing, right? not a bad thing. If you're looking for somewhere to go on vacation, and you have consistently oh. every year gone to the fucking Maldives, okay. yeah, it's great to look at Key West, but guess oh. what? Key it's West not, isn't going to be I'm like... what saying. It's going to make him more uh, well-rounded... Other guys are going to be open. It's just going to make him better. Okay. How is it, it's it's sort of like Matt Stafford with Calvin Johnson. Right. When Calvin Johnson was forced to retire, because that's what happened, um, he actually had to look to other places. When did Matt Stafford have his best statistical year? Well, obviously with Calvin Johnson. So what makes you think Aaron Rodgers, now that he what lost saying, the best receiver in the NFL, well, is going to have a better statistical year? What I'm trying to say is year? this. Well, because when you when you throw to almost two thousand yards to one guy, obviously your stats are going to be fucking overblown. Obviously, I mean, not a single so, game was able to really lock that down. So I'm what sorry? you're saying, what I, what I'm trying to say is this: um, is, how, is how, any, um, how many different guys? How many different guys 
when you got a guy, I'm going to give you a uh, thing here. Uh, the guy that you can't stand, Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. Carson Wentz had a tendency to throw to set six, seven different receivers. His numbers were very good. Yeah, and he got ran Carson out of two teams Wentz, already. Well, when Carson Wentz relies on one guy, he shits the bet. No. He, it, yes, no, he does. Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback, period. <laughs> but He's what I'm not saying, good. when you spread the ball around, your numbers are going to be better than if you're keying on one guy. The year Philly won the Super Bowl, if Carson Wentz wouldn't have got hurt, would they have won it? Probably not. Bingo. So a backup Pro- came I in and won the probably Super Bowl not. because Carson Wentz isn't fucking man enough to do it. Because Carson Wentz, as a human being, is a little fucking beta cunt, and guess what? Doesn't have the fucking sauce. And I will stand by that forever. Anyway. Carson Wentz is uh, I'm just, I, all garbage. I'm trying to say is this. When you spread the ball around, you become a better quarterback. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Is all Aaron Rodgers going to have a better statistical year than last year? Yes, I believe so. You just contradicted the I, absolute I fuck out of yourself. No, I didn't. Because You I, could try to dig your little psycho babble bullshit with me. I tell you right now, his numbers will be better this year than last year. Okay. Better. But you do realize the full 360 you just went in. No, I, I, looked, I, no, I didn't try to go I looked. I said, Matt Stafford's best year was when? When he had Calvin Johnson. Tom Brady's best year was when? When he had Randy Moss. Aaron Rodgers, that was a best, long time ago. Aaron Rodgers' best years have been with Devontae Adams. So now you think you take Devontae Adams I off the team. I think if you take him away, it forces you to become a better quarterback. You I could, think he'll be better for it. You could put Jesus Christ on the field. Okay. With Marquez Valdez Scantling and <laughs> Alan Lazard, and he's still What's not going to have a better the statistical ghost of year. Cobb. And the ghost of Randall Cobb. How can you actually rationalize well, that? I I think he'll have a better year this statistically. year. Statistically, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we need we need to clip this and save it. Yeah, clip and it. I want a clip notification it, to come up right week in your seventeen. Ass, <laughs> so when Aaron Rodgers throws for thirty six hundred yards and twenty nine touchdowns this year, yeah, we can revisit. You'll this. see. When he ends, wins See another what that MVP? one person's argument was? If guess what? He'll Hold win on. another MVP this if year. If Aaron Rodgers wins an MVP this year, if and Aaron Rodgers wins like an Aaron, MVP this year, I'll get my like eyebrow. Aaron Rodgers did it without Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. If Aaron Rodgers yeah. wins MVP this year, I'll go get my eyebrow pierced. Your eyebrow pierced? Mm-hmm. Whatever, dude. Better yet, I'll do it for you. Perfect. How about that? Done deal. I'll do it right down here. Done deal. No anesthetic. No when did you get so high on Aaron Rodgers? I'm, I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers is yeah, the best what? quarterback in the league. Yeah, what? He's the best quarterback in the league. Well, yes. Why? Why are you guys denying? He that? hasn't it, won anything. You guys heard it here first. It he's he's and I hate people coach. saying, "Oh, he won MVP." Okay, so every That's single biased opinion. Every single and he fantasy. hasn't won shit since 2011. So I every single fantasy expert who has him going quarterback like 12, 13, because they know numbers wise he's going to have a monster drop off because he no longer has a number one. His best receiver is a number three guy anywhere else. They're all wrong. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for 5,050 this year. So. Moving on, <clears throat> Mac Jones. You had him way too low. Where was Mac Jones on my list? You had Mac Jones too low. Yeah, I got Mac Jones at 20. 20. That's low. Okay, That's low. You think Mac Jones is as good as Kirk Cousins? He, in my opinion, as... he's right behind Derek Carr. Yeah, come on, dude. So you'd put Mac Jones above Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, who had a better statistical As of right now? Yeah. As Jaylen of right Hurts, now? Ryan Tannehill, 
Matt I'd Ryan. I'd put Mac Jones in front of Ryan Tannehill. How do you figure? I think Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Ryan. I'd Tannehill. put him in front of. Is he a better quarterback than Matt Ryan? Huh? Is he a better quarterback than Matt Ryan? At this point, probably. Is he a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins? Probably. Well, He's we, a better we know where than Matt two. Ryan's going. We know where no. Matt Ryan is. I yeah. mean, come on. Matt you Jones know where Kirk only Cousins got is. Up. You know what Kirk Cousins is. Stop. Why? Hold on. He just said Matt Jones is only going up. What does that mean? Elaborate. Elaborate? I mean, we saw the year he had last year, which was a good year. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to have a better year this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. We What we saw last year in, in his rookie year. Yeah. You like him better than Trevor Lawrence this year? Oh, I have him one spot below Trevor Lawrence this year. You do so you like Trevor Lawrence better than him. I do. Okay. Okay. Mac and Jones. of course you got Tua in there. Correct. Uh is that because of the Hill signing? Well, let's start with you. Let's start I I, I got a lot of hate on the Mac Jones thing. And I could I can rationalize you're a diehard New England guy and you're shitting on your guy here. Well, you were supposedly a diehard New England guy. Hold on, guy, I am a diehard New England guy. You jumped ship and went to Tampa. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I am. I have expectations for the New England Patriots, and when they yes. New England Patriots don't meet my expectations, I judge them like a disappointed parent. But your expectations are coming from the the greatest quarterback. To They're not. The field. They're not. My expectations are coming from. We were here. Then we digressed to here. Regress to here. And now we're still here. Okay? It's been a year. What does that mean? You saw like Kamala Harris. What, what does that mean? The Patriots were the best team in football. Okay. Then they decided Cam Newton was the answer at quarterback and regressed down to nothing. Okay. Oh, and I, then I, last I, okay. year, okay. and then last year, got a little bit better, made the playoffs, got ass raped, and did nothing in the offseason. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. What do you mean they did nothing in the offseason? What did the Patriots do to, to revolutionize the team this offseason? What do you mean? The do they ever really do anything? They drafted some guy that, that met Sean McVay wanted to take at 96. Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck what Sean McVay says or thinks. Great. They got another offensive lineman. They needed it. Okay. They needed a guy in the rotation. Who's their biggest offensive weapon right now? As of right now? Uh-huh. I'd say Hunter Henry. Yeah, great. I think Hunter, Hunter Henry had an outstanding year, and nobody even talks about So a guy who has two ACL repairs and is was Dude, somebody nobody else ACL wanted. Than Rob Gronkowski. I, I'm aware, but Hunter right Henry now? Hunter Henry can't hold Gronk's jockstrap. Oh, and that's been reflected year after year. But if Hunter Henry's your number one weapon on offense. Oh, but as you would say, that's an Tom issue. Brady throwing to him. What? What? He, he doesn't have Tom Brady throwing to him. That's the I whole just thing. Said that. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is really good. No, Mac Jones. At this is, point in their careers, I think Mac Jones is better than Tom Brady. We're, we're going to make a mockery of the show now. <laughs> That's what we're here to hey, do. Hey, we're here to make a mockery. Mac Jones, Tom Brady, man. His numbers are better. MAC. Look at Mac Jones' numbers his first year. Look at Tom Brady's. His numbers are better. Well, then that means Mac Jones needs to win a Super Bowl this year. Well, didn't Tom Possibly Brady yeah. only come in at the end of the year? Sorry? First year? Came in when Drew Bledsoe went out. 
Yeah, wasn't that the end of the year? And won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, his numbers are going to be better. But unfortunately for anyone, well, doesn't matter. Mac Jones' numbers Mac Jones didn't start for anything to get. He was playing behind Cam Newton, right. if you remember. Well, yeah. He replaced Newton. Yeah. But he so, didn't touch the field. The ghost until... of Cam Newton. Mac Jones' expectations for this year, then, is Super Bowl. My, my expectations for him is to win the division. Okay. Well, that's not going to happen. That's a well, guarantee. Not necessarily. You no, never no, no. Know. That's a guarantee. You never know. No, no. It's a guarantee you that Buffalo know. wins the division. You never Buffalo know. would have Nothing's to implode from the inside out. Nothing's a guarantee. When Vaughn Miller, when they play the Patriots in December in Buffalo, and Vaughn Miller has his ball bag in Mac Jones' mouth six times, again, we'll revisit this conversation. Patriots okay, did we'll nothing to get any this better. this conversation when New England, when they're sitting there at home and they, they bring Buffalo there, and they win another game at home, just like they did last year. Part of part of what I did here, in I factored in my quarterback power rankings, was going by how good your offense is. Jacksonville has a better offense. Miami has a better offense. Minnesota has a better offense. The Colts have a better offense. The Titans have a better offense. Philly has a better offense. Every team on that list has a better offense than the New England Patriots. You think Dallas has a better offense? Absolutely. Take CeeDee Lamb and give, give CeeDee Lamb to Mac Jones. Then we can have a conversation. Kendrick he Bourne is his number one fucking receiver, I love dude. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne's is is a I'm drafting third Kendrick or fourth Bourne string guy anywhere else. I'm drafting Mac Jones as my quarterback this year in fantasy. Watch. Good. You'll see. You'll see. When my That's, man throws forty five touchdowns this year, you'll see. If Mac on. Jones throws hey, 45 touchdowns this year, well, I will do a public castration. You got that big receiver, Devontae Parker. sleeper, baby. Hey, Devontae Parker. Hey, hey hold on. Hold on. I got a deal for you. If you draft Devontae Parker and play him every week, I'll waive your buy-in. Okay. Done deal? <laughs> yes. I'll play him every week. <laughs> that was easy. Why are you laughing? Every week. Every well, week. It's worth 250. I'll do it. Well, we got one team out of contention already. So. Yeah, Whatever. Whatever. No, just trade him Dak Prescott at the end of the year too. Oh, that's what and that's what he'll do. Fuck you. He'll Bruce. take he'll I'll take never Mac take Jones. I wouldn't take Dak Prescott if if listen to me. I, and you can you can mark my words on this. I, I would take Baker Mayfield before Dak Prescott. Here <laughs> Baker take, Mayfield. You want to know what? Before Dak Prescott. This is what he's going to do and he'll try and blame it on me at the end of the year, but I won't let it happen. He'll draft Mac Jones as his quarterback. I'm going to He's got to be my quarterback. <laughs> I'm going to take Mac Jones. At, at the 14th pick. Hey, in the fourth in round there. 14, I'm going to take Mac Jones. He'll take Mac Jones. And then he'll get sick and tired of Mac Jones throwing for 189 and two touchdowns every week because that's all he'll do because they don't have enough weapons. And the Patriots will I don't Patriots that. will be, you know, 5 6 wins I don't believe in that at all. and he'll panic. Because his team yeah, will just be, be good enough to make the playoffs, but he knows they won't get there. And then he'll come to me and want to trade for uh, Kyler Murray or a Derek Carr or whoever's sitting on my bench. And I'm going to remind him of this, about when he when he thought Mac Jones was the second coming of Christ after he averages 210 yards and two touchdowns a game because that's all he's good for. God bless Mac Jones. Okay. You can't look at me here and tell me. I'm drafting Mac Jones in that round 14. You can't, that's fine. But you can't look at here and tell me. Out of all the teams on that list, yeah. the Patriots' offense is better than whose? Oh, I think the Patriots' offense is better than Jacksonville's. With Travis Etienne, with Trevor Lawrence, who you love, who you took as I, your fantasy like quarterback him. last I year. I like him. 
Right. I said I like them. Yes. Do we need to go back through all of Jacksonville's I, receivers? I think, I think they're. I think, and and I'm not going to bullshit you. I I like the Patriots' offense better than Jacksonville's. Okay. I think Who else? they're more consistent. Who else? I like them better than than Miami's. You I think they're more consistent. You can't justify that. Mm, yeah, I just can't did. justify. Mm. How? I just told you. I, I mean, my, I believe their Tua. offense is more consistent than these other guys. So you take Kendrick Bourne and Devontae Parker over Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle is what you're telling me. Would I do that? In in a stupid, silly way, I think New England is better than they are. All around team, I think New England is better than Miami. Okay. Miami still has a lot of question marks on defense. I, I'm not talking about defense. No, not no, talking about no. defense. I agree with you. Patriots defense is better than Miami's. Absolutely. Offensive. You know, I'm not forgets, talking about defense. Every forget. Everybody forgets the first seven games of the year that fucking New England's defense was ranked number one, number one right. in the NFL. Okay. Eight, eight games, nine games in, and then Miami. Still, hold on, and then Miami came in and smacked Mac Jones and the Patriots defense in the mouth to start their nine-game win streak. So tell me how Miami's offense isn't better than New England. I just don't think they're better. I don't think they're okay, a better team I, than I New England. I definitely You think do realize the credibility's lost when you there, say shit like that. There's definitely more team in the Patriots offense. I didn't say offense team. Than I said the Patri- is the Miami. Patriots offense better than Miami's? Point blank. I'm not talking about record. I'm not talking about defense. I think I'm the Patriots about team. running Take, game is better than Miami's. Is the Patriots offense movie. better than Miami's? Take the quarterbacks out of the equation. Is Mike Gesicki better than Hunter Henry? They're about the same. Is Tyreek Hill better no, than Kendrick yeah. Bourne? Oh, yes. Is Jalen Waddle better Jaylen than Devontae Waddle, Parker? Is he better than Parker? I don't know. Is he better than uh, who's the other kid they got that led them in receiving last year? Cricket. Cricket. No, I can't Cricket. remember his name. I, I'm and Kiel Harry. Thank God they finally not Kiel they Harry. finally got rid not of that him. fucking a- lump Jacobi of ass Myers. answer. <laughs> Jacoby Myers is as good as Waddle. You are you are fucking. No I cannot fucking wait. Whatever. People are going to no pull, pull up Jacoby Myers and Waddle. Go ahead. And go back to the stats. comparison thing that we were on. Um, but that was just Miami and Jacksonville. Okay, okay. so you want to say you want to say move Mac Jones from twenty to eighteen? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll put him yeah. in front of that. I would Waddle, do that. absolutely. I'm That's what I'm looking up. You're looking up Waddle versus Jacoby Myers. So just type in Jalen Waddle stats 2021 season. Go to that same website we were just on. Go down to compare. Type in Jacoby Myers. Do it the that. Fuck. Way. Does he got to tell you how to do it? So, but you'll concede to me that that second row is better. I don't concede anything. No. Would you take Kirk Cousins or Mac Jones? <sighs> That's tough. I I would probably take. Who's going to put up more numbers? Probably Cousins because he has better receivers. So you think Mac Jones is the 18th best quarterback in football? How do yes. you spell Jacoby? Is it just J-A-K-O-B-I? What the oh, fucking B-I. living shit? Dude, you are dumb as fuck. <laughs> are you kidding me? I spelled it as the 15 other Jacobys in the NFL is spelled. Just get rid of it and put M-E-Y-E-R-S. It'll come up. So hold on. <laughs> you come at me like that again? Like what? Saying I don't—I I literally spelled shit? it how you would literally you spell it. Spelled, it's dude. not my fault. I didn't know there was a K. Hold on, Hold on. Jaco- you said you said Jacoby Myers better than Jalen Wall. I said their numbers are probably compatible. Well, Jalen Wall had uh, six receiving touchdowns to Jacoby okay. Myers, two, and one thousand fifteen yards to Jacoby Myers, eight hundred eighty-five. Who had eight eighty-five? 
Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he well, led he the team get, in receiving. Well, he didn't. He didn't get the touchdown fucking thing because Henry had a shit ton of them. He was their best receiver. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I'll go with. The, I'll go with the Patriots. You already. You're did. a Patriot hater. You're a bandwagon jumper because it was New England, New England, New England. Now all you got to fucking hear is Tampa, Tampa. I mean, I'll standing. admit that I'm a Tom Brady. Whatever, I'm not dude. Patriots. Whatever, dude. You're a fucking you're a bandwagoner. No, just like the rest of these. I'm assholes. a realist. The I'm average at best. State. I'm a Golden State fan. Nobody fucking likes Golden State. I'm not a Golden For 30 State. Thirty years, guy. nobody liked Golden State. I'm not. What are you talking Since about? Chris Mullins was there. Listen, the Patriots roster is garbage. It's easy fucking, to figure I out. I like to pay. Listen to me. I like the Patriots. No, you don't like the Patriots. They Actually, win every you're year. the bandwagon fan. Here's the because thing. Because you, no, you, you don't know what you like the Patriots because they let Tom Brady Ricochet, go. Ricochet. Nothing. I'm glad they did. I'm glad the you, Patriots let Tom Brady go Tom because Brady. Bill Belichick's holding people back. And you know what That's you are? Bullshit. You will continually, until he fucking dies on the field, give Bill Belichick a lap dance before every season and praise him and grind on he's, him. He's because the best coach in, in the NFL. He was the best Bar coach none. in the NFL. Bar none. And his time Still. is up, and his team will suffer, and the organization will be nothing until he steps away because he's archaic and he doesn't know how archaic. to seek out talent. Yeah, especially if Patricia is taking the, the coaching yeah, job. There you go. <laughs> Hold on. He, thank you for reminding me. The Patriots. Patriots offense and Mac Jones are going to finish top 20 with what did you say he was? I, I wish I could remember. I you know. clumpy bastard or whatever it was <laughs> with the clumpy bastard calling the offense. Good. I like to we see how that works know out he's for not him. calling the offense. Hey, you he guys, is. you guys oh, could fight. They you'll, said you'll he just was. both put on that stroller so that your right leg is. You keep talking. Is shit. that, is that your left leg or your right leg? Little he likes bag. Matt Patricia calling Mac Jones' offense bag. better than. Tua, who finished 9-0 last year, got the best one of the best receivers in football. Um, but, yeah, that's why Mac okay. Jones is so low. Moving on. We'll see when the Patriots win fucking 10 games. Uh, what are your expectations for Daniel Jones, Drew Lock? Going back. If your expectation is a Patriots fan is to win 10 games and get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, I don't you need to reevaluate. Games. That's fine. Win 10 but games. they'll get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. We'll see. They're like the Cowboys. We'll see. Like the Cowboys. Win 10 games and then lose the first round every year. Yeah. Expectations for Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, and Kenny Pickett this year. So I put Kenny Pickett above Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. My reason, bless you, my reason being for that. Oh, Daniel right. Jones is the bare minimum for what a starting quarterback in the NFL can be. The, the absolute bottom of the fucking barrel. If Kenny Pickett doesn't go out and have a better year than Daniel Jones. Kenny Pickett's not even starting. Correct. After week six. Let's say he's starting by week six. And I think that's realistic. By week six, seven. If Kenny Pickett doesn't come out and finish the year and put up better numbers than Daniel Jones does in the same time span, then Pittsburgh has a whiff on their hands. Truly, that's how I feel. If you Daniel Jones is the absolute bar minimum for what an NFL starting quarterback can be. Drew Locke, the offense, the coaching, the team is in such shambles. I don't even if I'd have him at 32 and that's just because they're going to be so fucking piss poor atrocious that I wish he would I wish I could put him higher. My expectations for him are a little bit higher and I think talent-wise 
he could beat out Daniel Jones or Kenny Pickett or Davis Mills. But the team's going to be so fucking atrocious and that I don't think you're going to see anything out of him that justifies him being any higher than 32. That's my reasoning on that. So for Kenny Pickett, I think by the middle of the year we'll be having a conversation for him to be a little higher than he is. For Daniel Jones, I think this is realistically his last year as a starter in the NFL. This is it for him. And for Drew Locke, unfortunately, he's a victim of his situation. If he's in Denver, I don't think is he's he thirty-two. Going to be able to beat out Geno Smith. Geno Smith. I would have to. I would have to I go mean, out. I went on the expectation that he will yeah, beat out Geno Smith. I agree. That's like Trey Lance. I went out on the expectation that Jimmy Garoppolo will end up being somewhere else. Or won't be well, dressing you, you for the 49ers. Garoppolo might wind up in New York. I don't know why you know, everybody know. has such a hard-on for Trey Lance. I don't think. I don't have a hard-on for me, Trey Lance. To, uh, I think you I, could switch Zach Wilson. How, how many Lance, people have honest. really watched Trey Lance play? In a couple of games that you've seen him in. Okay? okay. In a couple of games that you've seen him in, what, did you, what was your big takeaway from Trey Lance? Okay. He's Okay. Having no, I I would disagree with that. Having oh, I think I talent think, wise, I don't think he has the talent. I w- I agree with that a thousand percent. Physical wise, I think talent wise, yeah, he's better than Justin Fields. Yeah, off yes. of raw I talent, so absolutely. Too. I think he is yes. a better quarterback than Justin Fields. Uh out of quarterback awareness wise, I think he's say a safer pick than Jameis, which isn't saying much. But that's why I put him a spot above Jameis Winston. Because Jameis Winston could very easily go out there for the Saints this year and throw 30 more picks. We can't forget that. Trey Lance is going to take risks because he's young. That was with Sean Payton with a good coach. Right. I mean, fuck, man. You're coming in, new system, new coach. That scares the living shit out of me with him. Right. So I would take Trey Lance above him. Carson Wentz is horrible. In my I opinion. think he could be thirty-two. In my opinion, this guy had a Super Bowl caliber <laughs> team, dude. Super Bowl caliber. Oh, we're back team. to this. Who and threw thirty picks. Jameis Winston. Yes, oh. I Tampa. agree. Oh, okay. I agree with Tampa. Oh, yeah, and the next year they Carson go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Right. What? Jameis Winston. Do he. The thing is about Jameis. That's with Bruce Arians. Right. <laughs> the thing is about Jameis and why I have him at twenty-four <clears throat> is because if he throws thirty picks. They'll probably throw 30 touchdowns, and they'll probably finish just under 500. Like, he'll be atrocious, but at the same time, he'll have one week where he throws five picks in 105 yards, and next week go out and throw over 404. Like, you have to respect him. I respect Trey Lance a little bit more than that because I think he'll have the consistency. Um, At the same time, Garoppolo could be the week one starter, and this will change up. And I think if Garoppolo was the starter, I would have him. I'd have San Francisco's quarterback. Well, obviously, he's not going to be there. In a little they different spot. Yeah, they would be way higher. The team yeah, told yeah. Garoppolo's agent to go ahead and look for a trade. Out of so. this bottom half, do you have any problems with it? Because I got a lot of shade about this bottom half. No. Zach Wilson, I feel like, could be a little bit higher. But. Just Zach Wilson, like in front of Carson Wentz, listen to me, twenty-five. Zach, listen, they got to play a, a fucking above, team. He's above Baker Mayfield. Zach Wilson's going to play never, on a team no, that not. won fucking three games last. Baker time. Mayfield has showed us something before to not be in the absolute bottom absolute. of the barrel. But is he even the starter? 
Zach Baker Mayfield, yeah. they don't make that trade if he's not going to start. Period. I'm a believer in that. If it's Sam Darnold, then Baker is complete trash. And if it was if Sam Darnold, beats him out, that tells you where Mayfield's at. Yeah. Right. If it was Sam Darnold, I think he'd still be in the same spot. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Maybe I put Zach Wilson in front of him if it's Sam Darnold. But I don't think if we go off of again, Zach Wilson won three games last year. Yeah. Uh, the only one team. that I was really conflicted on was Mariota because I thought I might be able to bump Mariota up a little bit. Well, look at I mean. Uh, but until I see him win games, I'm going to keep him at 28, and that's where he is. Period. I think you're spot I, on I think Trevor. Goff. I think you had Trevor Lawrence a little high. I really Go do. back to that one. I, I think you had him a little bit high. Yes, but I, this I, is. In my opinion, Listen, you got a fucking team that won one game last year. I'm aware. I, I mean, you, I don't see them going off on this fucking spree <laughs> that's going to go from worst to first. I just don't see it. I think too much you shit happened there. on this show, quoted, <clears throat> I can quote you, and we can go back and find it, said that you thought Jacksonville okay. had the potential to go from worst to first. You said that. They have the potential, and they play in a weaker division. Correct. They have it. I just don't see a team that was in as much disarray last year, going to put it together in one season. I just don't see it. But what's putting it together for you? Well, putting Him it together nineteenth, you got a brand new fucking coaching staff. You got guys that haven't even played yet. I just don't see it happening. Okay, Not this year. I just don't see it happening. But him being at 19, what's the expectation? I just think it's a little high for him. That's all I'm saying. So you'd put him You're behind? You're going to have Zach Wilson down where he's at. You got a lot of feedback and saying he should be And they had a fucking better draft. Than, than they did. So you'd put Trevor Lawrence behind Mac? Oh, absolutely. Okay, would you put Trevor Lawrence behind Goff? <clears throat> behind Jared Goff? Yep. Uh, they could fight yeah. for that spot. Yeah, I would. Would you put yeah, Trevor would, Lawrence? Because the Lions were more successful than they were. Would you put Trevor Lawrence behind Justin Fields? No. I'm not a Justin Fields no. guy. Would you no. put him behind him? No. No. So no. essentially you'd move Mac up to 19. Yes. And golf up to 20. Yes. I think I'm, I'm just saying, be, I'm could, going to be you could. Just saying that's my that's my opinion. I think Jared Goff is going to be very serviceable this year. Very serviceable. Let's fucking hope. He'll have a lot of little weapons to play with. He'll actually have an offense this year where they did not have one last do, year. Do people Correct. forget Correct. that Trevor Lawrence came out of college as a Heisman winner, a national champion, a phenom, totally the highest touted quarterback to come out in years? I, I'm just yes, telling you. Even with the dysfunction of the team last year, he's, yes. he could have done better. Got stuck in a situation where Urban Meyer was literally the Saddam Hussein of the football world. Yeah, but when you're on the field... It's Marvin that Jones, motherfucker. I'm going to do my job. At the end of the day, it's I'm going to do my job whether my coach is an asshole or not. And he didn't perform. It's well oh, documented. What? It's well guess documented. What? That's happened in Detroit, too. It's right. And it's well documented the issues that went on in Jacksonville last year. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I'm just sorry. don't think that the, the transition for them, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think that transition from last year to this year. It's going to take more time for them to. You don't think they're a six win as team? As a team. <sighs> maybe. Maybe. Especially their defense. I, well, their defense lost some fucking pieces then that, that I didn't like. But 
they replaced a lot of guys. I don't like them losing Miles Jack. Hold on. I don't. Every Pittsburgh, week leading Pittsburgh up to this defense, week, you've Miles had a hard on. I was fucking pissed. I wanted Detroit to go after Miles Jack, and they didn't. I, fucking, every week leading up to right now, he's had a hard on for Jacksonville. Who? I know. You. I know. What he, are you talking all you about? talk about is how much for, you love what they've done in the offseason. I, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I wasn't crazy about all the signings with the receivers. Other than Christian Kirk, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And it's not them that I'm, I'm dumb I have the hard right on now. for. I... Yeah, that's because you're an idiot and don't listen to the fucking show like you're supposed to. <laughs> There's only one what? team that I fucking like coming up this year. One. One. You want me to tell you which one it is? You want to tell it, it, it was between the Philadelphia the, it, Eagles. Thank you. It was between the three green teams that are out there. The Eagles, Jets, asshole. the Eagles, the Eagles, and the Eagles. Fucking Jacksonville. So when they fucking smash the Lions, week one. I agree with that. I think I think Jalen Hurts is going to finish the year higher than I have him right now. But oh, I, I thought that was a good spot for him to start off. I will say this though, in Bruce's defense, a couple weeks ago on this show, I like Travis Etienne. You need to fucking stop. I wasn't crazy about the receivers. I wasn't. I'm aware. I told you that. On this show. Go ahead. said. Go ahead. Jacksonville has the potential to go from they worst to They have potential first. to do that. The problem is, will it gel in one year? I doubt it. I, I really doubt it. I doubt it as well. I don't think they'll finish in first in their division, but I think Jacksonville's an 8-9 win team. On as paper, I do they, the Patriots. On paper, they have a very, very nice squad. On paper. But you got to put that shit together. Guess what? On paper, who's had better teams than the Dallas Cowboys in the past 15 years Nobody. on paper? But, I mean, we saw it on out of paper. Cincinnati. We saw it out of Cincinnati last year. And I'm not saying Jacksonville's going to be in the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. But we're in, a, we're in a day and age now where a team can go from one wins to eight or nine very quick. That's all I'm going to say. That's a good thing, not bad. I agree, a thousand well, percent. That's Miami did it, so I mean. Um, yeah, but you got to see what the, what's going to happen with Miami too, dude. Yeah, but Miami's going to take time for that guys to tell. You know what scares me is when you're fucking you you're starting training camp here and these workouts were going on for uh, about a month now that these teams were doing these little off-season programs and this guy couldn't find his fucking receivers. That scares me. Who? Tua. Oh. Again, we got to figure out how much of that is still smoke and mirrors. True. True. Because every year uh, in the mountains of where was it? When Julian Edelman used yeah. to go up into the mountains of San yeah. Bernardino or exactly. wherever the fuck they were. Yeah, and him and Brady and, would go to their and, private Yeah, camp. they're over there fucking uh, up there for fucking two weeks. Yeah. Doing nothing but throwing and catching footballs. Yep. But you got God. a guy You got a guy based in Miami, got fucking receivers there, and he can't fucking catch these guys. I don't. I, I'm, they're I'm out really, running his passes. I'm That's having not a good. really hard time That scares that. me. Because he's accurate, and I know too is an right. accurate guy, and and Tariq, hopefully he's healthy. Tariq said he was going to start. He, what is it? He said he was going to start living with him. Yeah, taking yeah. care of his every anyway. step, and like yeah, he said, Tariq Hill him. said, Tariq Hill said that butt her there was no drop off between Mahomes and Tua. I, said, I don't, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe it either, but I don't second. believe that. No, Tua, he's just trying okay. to boost, you know, his quarterback. Of course bit. he is. Yeah. Um, what do you think he's going to come out and tell the truth? Let's, uh, With every lie, there's still some truth. So. so those were our quarterback power rankings. We dissected them a little bit for you. Go check them out. They're on our Instagram at tipballs. Uh, drop us a comment what you think we did wrong. Or, you know, th again, they're going to change weekly throughout the year. So 
Let's keep an eye on that. Um, we were going to talk about some fantasy running backs today, but we're not going to. We're going to play Jeopardy because everybody loves a good game. Oh, Christ. And guess what? I got to rock a piss like a racehorse. We played this or that a couple weeks back. You need to rock a piss. Go ahead. I'll chat for a second. Right. But let's make it speedy. Bruce is going to rock a piss. Um, we played this or that last week. Or not oh, last fuck. week. A couple weeks ago. And uh, it, it was everybody loved it. So I want to play Jeopardy today. Uh, and late, we're going to do, uh, we're going to have a second show this week that'll come out a week from today. So you hear the, the one that we're going to record Friday, Monday. Uh, just to update you guys on what's going on at camp and talk a little bit about fantasy backs. Um, what do you mean Friday? We're recording two shows this week. Why? Because we're in camp. Okay. Friday, we got to go early. We're going at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Because I'm going up north that afternoon, so we're going to go really early. What the fuck? Uh, but real quick, I just want to touch on um, something that we missed. Russell Wilson. What are we going to make of this guy this year? Because I personally think Russell Wilson is top five talent. He's on a new team. In a new division, a really hard new division, with a great core of receivers, to and they're all so talented that we don't know where they're going to fall in line. What do you? What expectations do you have for Russ this year? Well, he needs to at least put it together to where he he's uh, he's got to be consistent. That's the thing. Got to be consistent. I mean, for all these years, he's had Tyler Lockett to to kind of fucking beat a guy. Who's going to be his Tyler Lockett? It's going to be Judy. You know, it's going to be Sutton. I think that'll be a really interesting... got to find a guy that he trusts. There were some people who commented on there saying that uh, Russ at eight was too high. Oh, I don't think it's too high. I don't think that's too high at all. In fact, when he's on, he's higher than that. Let's get into our game of Jeopardy. It's because the ratings are in the toilet. That's why. So... I have six questions here. I'm going to start with Bruce. Bruce has a chance to get the first answer. If he fucks up, you can steal it. Are you ready? Yep. Are you ready? I guess. I'm terrible at this. Put some Jeopardy music in here, Mullins. Let's fucking get after it. Uh, and you'll answer, obviously, in Jeopardy style with who is. Okay. You're going to give me a tap. Who is. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you ready? I can hear the music. Just in my head. This AFC East quarterback had five more interceptions and a QBR 10 points lower than Dak Prescott last year. Do you need it again? Yeah, give it to me again. This AFC East. So you know which teams are in the AFC East, right? Yeah. This AFC East quarterback had five more interceptions and a QBR 10 points lower than Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott last year. This shows how much he pays attention to the show. Time's running out. You got five seconds. I don't fucking know. You want to make a guess? AFC East? Why am I thinking of... Uh... I, I don't know. I got okay, no. moving on. I got no. this anyway, AFC this East... asshole, it's Josh Allen. There we go. We just fucking <laughs> we talked did. about it. You're <laughs> so beat. About this? That just tells you how much you pay attention. Oh, oh 
that's a point for Shit Uncle bag. Sam. It is indeed Josh Allen. Listen, your brain's shrinking, all right? Okay. Is it? At least yeah. I have one. Keep smoking dope. Fucking high on. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Playing in only 10 games last season, this AFC West running back averaged the same amounts of yards per carry as Javante Williams at 4.3 and matched his rushing touchdown total at four in seven less games. Uh, the kid for uh, San Francisco, Elijah. Hold on. This AFC West oh, hey. running back you, averaged the same AFC. amount of yards per carry as Javante Williams at 4.3 and matched his rushing touchdown total in, at four that, in seven less games. My dog there in uh, uh, Sa- not San Diego, Los Angeles uh, Chargers, Eckler. That's incorrect. Bruce, would you like to steal? Really? I was thinking Eckler, too. Fuck. Any second guesses here? This one's going to surprise the shit out of you guys. Don't even tell, tell me it's fucking Jacobs. It is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Really? He had I did, the I did not know same that. amount of yards per carry as Javante Williams and matched his touchdown total in seven less games at four. So why do they keep trying to replace him? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sitting stay here healthy looking either. at it. He's hurt. He, he averages 4.4 yards per carry and had the same amount. Javante Williams only had four touchdowns, rushing touchdowns last year. Yet one. Yeah, but Javante Williams was split carrying with Gordon. That's true. So that, but that's let's, irrelevant. Let's stop. One has an ADP of 12. One yeah. has an ADP of 50. Right. Are we overvaluing Javante Williams here? No, I don't think so, because I think he's the guy this year. Are we undervaluing Edwards Hilaire, or is the injuries just too much? Well, if you remember, when the season started last year, uh, Melvin Gordon was the fucking guy there. Absolutely he was. When the season started, by the end of the season, it was Williams. I'm not going to lie to you, though. I am worried about Javante Williams' touchdown numbers. Okay. It, 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 it makes me hesitate a little bit on him at the beginning of that second round now. I wouldn't. With only having four rushing touchdowns last year. And Melvin Gordon still being there. Yeah. They might continue to use Melvin Gordon as a battering ram at the goal line. And Javante Williams' red zone numbers might suffer for that. But go with what you know. But, yeah, Clyde Edwards-Solaire, same yards per carry and the same amount of touchdowns last year. All right, Bruce, are you ready? Hit me. This NFC West wide receiver had only 50 less yards – and two less receiving touchdowns than the Bills' highly touted Stephon Diggs last year. Read it again. This NFC West receiver had only 50 less yards and two less receiving touchdowns than the highly touted Stephon Diggs last year. It can't be Cooper. Uh, Yeah, it can't be Cooper. Well, due to the fact that Cooper Cup led the league in receiving uh, yards, yeah. he didn't have less yards than anyone. Oh, I thought it was Adams that led. Uh, Jesus, Mother Teresa. DeAndre Hopkins? No. But decent decent response. He was hurt. Uh, it's my Uncle turn? Sam. This Debo NFC Samuel. West receiver. What? Who is Debo Samuel? N- incorrect. Really? Would anybody like one more shot at it? One more time. This NFC West receiver had only 50 less yards and two less receiving touchdowns than the highly touted Stephon Diggs. Would you guys like another hint? 
Metcalf. Close. Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Wow. Again, that one really blew me away. Lockett's always near. Lockett, ADP of 55. Stephon Diggs, ADP of 9. Yeah. 50 less yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. All that is is 17 points on the year. Yeah. Moving on. With exactly. So, hold on. He's up. He's got one point. You're up. Yeah. With exactly 97 less yards, this NFC South receiver more than doubled Chargers' Mike Williams receiving touchdowns at six. Doubled Mike Williams's? Mm-hmm. NFC, what was it? AFC? Hold on. With exactly 97 less yards. This NFC South wide receiver more than doubled Chargers Mike Williams receiving touchdowns. And all Mike Williams had was six. NFC South. I'm going to be disappointed in you if you don't get this one. I'm not going to lie. NFC South. Right there. <laughs> I think I know. Oh, it's fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Big kid. Big the, kid? The big kid for the Buccaneers. <laughs> Come on. I need a name. Fuck. I need a name. Who, who is? Three. Who is? Two. One. Bruce, fuck. would you like to steal? Who is Mike Evans? It's Mike Evans. Fuck you. I one to one. <laughs> I was drawing a plane. Big fuck kid. <laughs> All right, Bruce. <clears throat> Bruce has a chance to take the lead here. Whatever. This AFC South. I had it right, asshole. I don't know who it this big yeah, kid is. You this big, you gotta, is the no, big hold receiver on. for and the He's Buccaneers. not saying who is. Yeah, you got to say who is. Whatever. You, right, you got to play by the rules. Are you ready to take the lead? This AFC South quarterback had seven rushing touchdowns last season. Quarterback? How many do you have? Seven. Uh, by the way, your little list here ain't right, bud. No, I know, because it hasn't changed over. It's like the old one. Jesus, Mom Teresa. Is this one right? Yes. Yeah. Repeat the question now again. I'm sorry. This AFC South quarterback had seven rushing touchdowns last season. Fucking cat and fucking. Well, I can't remember his name. Is it who is Ryan Tannehill? Very good. Wow. Oh my goodness. Bruce with the lead. Ryan Tannehill. Wow. Okay. Who is suck a dick? <laughs> with two questions left. Go ahead. You need to get both of these to win. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Who is Dick Buckus? <laughs> this AFC North wide receiver had 161 less receiving yards and three more receiving touchdowns than Vi- than the Vikings Justin Jefferson. Say that one more time. This AFC North wide receiver had just 161 less receiving yards 
but three more receiving touchdowns than Justin Jefferson. With Devontae Adams. Okay, I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that and do this again. This AFC North wide <laughs> you receiver. You said NFC I North. I said no, AFC said multiple NFC. times. Oh. This AFC North wide receiver had Jamar one. Jamar Chase. Will you say it properly for me, please? Who is Jamar Chase? Very good. Yeah, There's a point. <laughs> There's a point. Now, Bruce could win the title here. Go ahead, Bruce. It's two to two. Yeah, you probably gave me answers already. Oh, no, I didn't. He doesn't sound fucking illiterate. This 49er scored the same number of rushing touchdowns, eight, as Nick Chubb. Did you give me a position or no? You just said. You said his name earlier. This 49er scored the same number of rushing touchdowns, eight, as Nick Chubb. Who is Debo Samuel? Very good. Bruce wins the trophy. Go Bruce is more knowledgeable than anybody else. <laughs> assholes. Hold on. You want you want one that more? That one was quite easy. No, no. You don't want one you more? already know. I already won the fucking Mike Evans one. You didn't, though. I said the big kid from the Buccaneers. Who else is six foot five on the Buccaneers? Okay. You got to know you his gotta name. You got to know the it's name. Like I know, I know <laughs> you got to know the name. You got to know the name. We're, you know what? We'll go, with, we'll go for one more. You want one more? No. Why? A bonus round. I don't. Give it to Bruce. He needs Bruce, something. Bruce, you want the title? Bruce wins the title. Again, Bruce proves in another game that he is indeed the better football mind here. Uh, <laughs> Talk all the shit you want. Bruce is smarter. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so we're going to come to you guys again you one more time. Uh, we'll have an episode out for you early next week after everybody gets started with training camp. Um we hope you enjoyed the show. Get ready. L- listen, if you're a real football fan, you'll be out at a training camp. Here in Detroit, they got open camp for two weeks straight. Go out, do the research, find your team, go out there, figure out who the new guys are going to be this year on the block. Check out you know, who looks like they're in shape, who's performing well, who the quarterback's throwing the ball to. Check it all out. It's a lot of fun. Um, stay up to date with us on Instagram and Twitter, at TipBallsOnBoth. We post all the news happening every day there. Uh, We also have our polls, our games, everything that you want to see is on Instagram. Also, follow our TikTok at Tipballs Podcast. Make sure to like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if you're listening, you can watch because Mike Mullins put some great graphics in there and does some stuff that Bruce doesn't know how to do. But Bruce is getting good at the Instagram. I will give him that. Infographics. Infographics. Anything to add before we end? God bless Mac Jones. Thank you guys so much for listening. You'll hear from us later in the week. God bless the Yankees. Am I perfect?